You want a Kleenex? I'll get up if I need it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Was that epic? Epic. It's your computer. It's my mom. (laughs) Hi, mom. I'm good. I'm about to. I'm about to film. I'm about to film about about moms. <laughs> about mom. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to film about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're filming. We're about to film. Okay. Film it now. Okay. Don't say bad things about your mom. I'm gonna say so many bad things. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Love you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Love you. Bye. Wow, that was epic. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Angel and Tony show. You know, it's Mother's Day week, so mm-hmm. we're doing a Mother's Day special, if you will, I guess. For me, Mother's Day is kind of a weird holiday a lot of the time because it generally tends to fall around my birthday. This year, it actually is on my birthday. For most people who know me know that I lost my mom like when I was five, six-ish. And so it is kind of like the worst holiday to me because it just is one of those things that kind of reinforces that loss and like I'm really garbage at grieving for people when they die and stuff like that so to have to like face that is it sucks a lot I grew up with a stepmom who was awesome who did a lot for me and like I really have no complaints as far as, as that goes like I had two parents as far as I'm concerned but there's certain things about the concept of like a mother that are still foreign to me and so i thought it would be cool to explore that in this episode so that was kind of ironic that your mom just called i know it's also my grandmother's birthday today um i i knew that because they went and visited they visited her at the cemetery and they like planted new flowers and like sent me a photo of it and yes my mom did facetime me and that was crazy (laughs) so for you what role did your mom play in your like development would you say i mean i love my mom uh to me i mean it's my ma there's no one else in this entire world universe that is better than my mom i don't care who it is you know like Mm. no one can stand up against my mother no one can comfort me like my mother no one has been able to teach me like my mother so Going back to your question, you said, what role did she play yeah. in my... She, you know, helped me through all my phases in life. I was such, like, a scared kid. Mm. I was just, I grew up scared all the time. So she helped me through that in, in a very comforting, you know, motherly way. Um, whether it's holding my hand through things, like, figuratively or literally holding my hand through things. Mm. Um just giving me words of encouragement and and just lifting me up. Mother's Day to me doesn't just encompass her. Like I can't not talk about my, her sisters as well. Totally. Because they were like my mom's, especially my two godparents. I mean, especially my Tita Vale who literally like they missed their honeymoon to take care of me. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I definitely can't can't not mention them as truly helping me and being mother figures in my life. 
Yeah, and I definitely want to shout out like my grandmother too. She yeah. was like a huge part of my life, and I think recently she passed away when I was like sixteen. Okay. Recently, like I kind of am starting to feel like the loss of that because she died from cancer, so mm-hmm. it was like a slow death. And then by the time like she went, I was happy about it because she's not suffering. It was like the end of that suffering. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like I was affected by it, but more about by like how everyone else was affected by it. Like, I didn't really, like... You took on, like, the... Yeah. I didn't feel the loss of her like I did feeling the loss of, like, for my aunt. Like, I felt her loss for her more than I did for me. Because, like, that was her mom. Right. And so I knew it was really hard for her. And she kind of can't... She was living in California and moved back to Chicago to kind of, like, deal with that situation. I felt worse for her at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, like, recently, I just kind of am starting to miss both my grandparents because they're both gone now. But um, I remember that feeling, that, like, motherly feeling of, like, this person is a superhero and nobody can touch them. Like, nobody can, uh, like, love you like that. And that concept to me was always something that I felt like I was missing, I think. Or, like, I always was curious about that because it's something that is like unmatched it's like like do you do you not think that that is something that can be um cultivated do you think that that is more like biologically instinctual to a degree to a degree yes because it would have been different if i was abandoned or something like that or like i was left but it wasn't that and it was like something was taken from me that i had right like I said, like the relationship that I had with my stepmom was not bad at all by yeah. any means, but it's not the same, you know, like, and it's always been a hard thing for me to address because I knew that she tried, like she did her best and continues to. It does boil down to that like biological thing to me where like that bond that you have is literally being a part of that person, mm-hmm. like that came out of that person. The way they take care of you, the way they, like... Even, like, moms of murderers will still, like, love their kid that's a murderer. Like, so that connection, I think, is something that was always, like, amazing to me. Or something that was just, like, foreign to me that, like, I felt like I was denied. So, because she died when I was so young, I didn't have that memory, that many memories of her. Mm -hmm. To get, like, upset about it, it wasn't really because... And I, I feel bad saying that. It wasn't because, like, I missed her specifically. Because I, I don't really remember her that much. And, like, I hate saying that. But, like, it was more the the concept that, like, I hated. And it was, like, looking at people on Facebook posting pictures with their mom. And they have the same face, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I never knew what that was like. And so, that was the thing that was, like, what I missed. And I, I felt like... I repressed it a lot or like tried to act like it was fine or like everything was fine. Yeah. But I also think it was a thing that I never uh, dealt with in a healthy way, I think. I mean, but you were young. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the times when you're that young, there's certain things that, I mean, that's traumatic. Like losing a parent that young is traumatic for sure. Um, So I can't even imagine, you know, what you or your sister went through during that time but i know that when you from my experience like if you deal with trauma as a kid you kind of lock it up 
you Honestly, lock yeah. it away and then you don't deal with it until literally your brain tells you you know what you can you can do this now you know you can deal with this this part now so i don't think i don't think you did anything like wrong per se i don't think it was healthy ways to deal with it obviously but as long as like you're unpacking them now and kind of like seeing that do you think that you are that you're like opening yourself up to grieve that process or what do you what do you think has been happening i mean because like sidebar and you can stop me or cut this out if you don't want to put it but you know tony has definitely been dealing with a lot of emotions lately and he's been looking at his grieving process with people that he loves like his grandparents and stuff especially so i just want to know like does that also align with with your mother yeah, because I feel like a lot of the ways that I dealt with, like, loss mm-hmm. was to just kind of put it, like, not feel it and just be like, well, people die. Like, that's what that's what happens. Yeah. And, like, just kind of anticipate it almost. But I think, like, so another thing about Tony, <laughs> I think, like, uh, your body or your subconscious, because you you have, Tony has this thing with time. He doesn't like when time is lost <laughs> from him or, he, like, you value time a lot. I think that was a... Uh, almost like a defense mechanism for you or a way for you to kind of sort of deal with it but in like in a roundabout way like you're worrisome with time and stuff well yes no definitely and that's the thing too like my this year my birthday i'll be 33 Mm -hmm. and like i surpassed my mom's age that she lived to like Uh she died at 32 so like that's also a thing like my sister reminded me of that i didn't even think about you know as a kid you feel like Adults are adults. Like, you don't really realize how short that is. Yeah, until you get there. Until you get there, and you're like, damn, dude, like, if I died right now, like, you know? Right. And, like, I can't imagine if I had kids right now, and, I and like, I was gone. You right. Know? It, was, it was weird because I felt like, too, growing up, that because I had, like, a person in that position, mm-hmm. it almost felt like I wasn't allowed to be sad about it. Like... Because you felt bad? Like didn't in your did you did it you was like I was feel afraid like of or something kind of like I was afraid I would hurt her feelings or make her feel like she wasn't doing a good job. Did you guys talk about your mother growing up? Not like with not like with her. Like I know who she was. Like plenty of people tell me like plenty of stories. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was something that was addressed well enough. And I I think my dad did the best that he could in the situation to try mm-hmm. to like make sure we had somebody there, but. At least in what I remember, like, I don't really think it was dealt with in a way that, like, gave us any type of closure. So we kind of had to make it up. And so that was the way that I chose to do it was just like, oh, well, people die sometimes. Like, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. But, like, as I got older, I'd always be, like, so depressed during this time mother's day and then again like i would feel bad and so i would try to just direct it towards like my stepmom and not feel bad about it but it was there Mm -hmm. and so like even doing this episode i didn't really want to do it because i felt like it would be the same thing like that i would be dishonoring her and she doesn't deserve it but i don't think that that's what you're doing at all i mean if anything you're honoring her so now i want to be like it's just to say that i guess i don't even know what i'm doing right now (laughs) to be honest but usually I'll like write down stuff and kind of guide these to a point, but we're just letting this just one out flow. Here today. We're just letting this one flow. It's hard for me to say because I don't feel like I missed out on the presence of like a female parent, mm-hmm. but like that the whole thing of somebody being able to, even if you're 30 and you're like sad about something, and you can go like crawl in bed with your mom. 
That's so foreign to me. Yeah, I uh, that I did that. It's something that I, I I definitely I definitely value and I don't take for granted whatsoever. But you know, when I dealt with my heartbreak a couple years ago, I was with my parents uh, in Florida, and when it happened, I literally was just in shambles. I mean, I couldn't talk, I couldn't speak, I couldn't even really breathe, I couldn't really like feel my chest. I remember like chain smoking, just like in and out of this the patio, just like smoking it. Smoke, 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 smoke. Hysterically crying. Like I just I remember uh, my mom specifically just like watching me like through the sliding glass door. And usually she would yell at me for smoking, but they just kinda like let me do this. <laughs> they let me have that one. Um and then I just crawled into bed with with my parents, you know? So here I am, like a grown woman, you know, in my 30s, and I just crawled into bed with them, and I just, like, turned into, like, fetal position. Mm -hmm. And both of them, both my mom and my dad, just, they held me like a child, like I was a baby. Man, that feeling, that love, I can't even put into words what that did for me at that time. Like, that gave me a sense of real love not to be like now i just sound like really corny right now but it, it was like a, an energy that i can't put into words it was exactly. like hmm. like <laughs> that's all i can that's that's how i can describe it and i'll honestly like from that moment i was like i'm going to repay my parents for this like and and i don't really know like how or what i just was like them just being there for me during that time in my life i was like thankful just grateful for that whole thing so and i think that's like one of those things that comes with that power of like parents and stuff and i think a lot of my lack of that as an adult because i think as a kid especially with my dad like i was like that but like as an adult i've had a really hard time with feeling like i could lean on them like that Mm-hmm. And why? Why do you? Why? Because I feel like that's a thing that, as at least for, as a man, I think you learn from your mom is that ability to be vulnerable or feel or like feel like it's okay to go cry to your mom. Like a lot of people that I know growing up, like my friends would do that, like mm-hmm. go cry to their mom. Like I mm-hmm. never felt that. Like that wasn't a thing that I felt like I could do. So. I adapted to that. So now, even doing this whole process of this and like talking about stuff just on this show in general has been me unpacking a lot of things that I spent my whole life just not doing because I had no, I never felt like you You could show this stuff. Like you didn't have, you didn't feel like you had a safe place. I wouldn't say I didn't feel like I had a safe place, but it just felt like I think your parents' roles, like your the mom, is teaches you uh, sensitivity. And, like, teaches you to... Um, like, with emotions. Like, be vulnerable and stuff. Yeah. Because when you're crying, you go to your mom. And no matter what, even if you're crying about some bullshit, like, your mom's still going to be like, oh, come here. Because that was what my grandmother used to be like. But if you're kind of missing that side of it, it seems like a, a small thing, like a simple thing. But I think that, like, grew into this other thing that I became, like, as an adult, you know? Yeah. And, like, didn't really realize it until... Like now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I also think it played a role in the type of girls that I would date because I would always be attracted to girls that were oh. super maternal <laughs> like that. I mean, yeah, that's something that I definitely noticed in you like from the get. Yeah. And like that was kind of it because I was constantly looking for that thing like because that figure. was like new. That was like foreign. You missed the nurturing part 
Yeah, I didn't, I don't really feel like I got I got it in this in the same way. Like I got it, but it felt more of like a like a process. I don't know. Like I just like yeah. I never like I love my stepmom, but I never was like I need to go cry to her. But she also was there in times like when I broke my arm and I was in the hospital. She stayed there with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. So she was there, but like. The, just that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like that spiritual whatever it is. Like that's what has always been foreign to me, and like what I always have been like after. Mm-hmm. And then it's also a thing that like I deny too because I feel like I have to not say it, say it because it makes me like weak or some shit like that. So well, it doesn't make you weak. I, you well, know, I know yeah. you know that. <laughs> but that's how it's been up to this point. Like, people would ask me about it, and I wouldn't even talk about it. And, like, I would be afraid of parent-teacher conferences because my stepmom's white. Like, they know that's not my mom. But, like, I would be scared for her to come to my school, not because it was her, but because I didn't want people to be like, who's that? And they know I can't say that because then I know they're going to ask me about what happened. Like, where is my mom at? And I don't want to talk about it. Talk like, about I don't want to have that conversation. Because I always felt like people would think I was, like, crippled. You know what I'm saying? Like, or it was a handicap. Like, oh, that poor... And I didn't want people feeling sorry for me either. And especially, like, as I was got older, it was so it was further and further away. So, like, when I would tell people that, they'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, dude, it happened 10 years ago or 20 years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it kept being, like, a thing that I repressed. And then people, even when they would ask me about what do i remember like the the memories i have are really like random and scattered like Mm -hmm. i remember cooking in the kitchen or like reading a book like real random stuff so what like what what is it about right now that has made you want to talk about this because i mean this was something that for sure i wanted it at tony's pace but i mean i wanted to do something about mothers I've been wanting to kind of go in this direction, but it was I was really just waiting for him to want to do it. And then he's the one that was like, we should do it for Mother's Day. And I was like, okay. What why, made, now? why now? I think because the, like doing this has been like a therapy, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like I have like an area where I can talk about it and just like be like not care. Yeah, but for sure. It's still like just bigger than I think I could even execute here. And it's such a, like, a bigger, like, conversation. No, of course. To me to have that, like... And I And I didn't write stuff down because I felt like it would just come out, but I also feel like now it's not. But... Now it's not coming out. Like, all the things that I wanted to, I don't know, ask about, you know, what, what it is. Because that's really what the bottom line is. Like, what is it? Like, what, it, like, what is that like? You know? And somebody who has had their mom their whole life is like what do you mean and like you said it's hard to describe that like that feeling and just like the smaller things of like there's certain foods that like my grandparents used to make Mm -hmm. that literally get me emotional to eat because i know that they used to make them and i think when people are like nobody can make x dish like my mom's to me it's really not about like the flavor of that thing as much as it is about like the love that you know that went into that it went into because it, your mom sure. made it no, no for sure so those types of things were like crazy to me or like when i would be in high school and i would be at like my friend's house and we would be leaving and his mom would be like hey stop stop and he'd be like what she'd be like you got you you didn't give me a kiss and he'd be like oh and like yeah. go do it and we were like 6 15 16 
And he's just like, this is so lame, and you're embarrassing me in front of my friend. And, like, I would just look at that like, man, you know? Like, what is that like? So, it's like little stuff that I have to really sit and think about. Like, like what? little things where, like, like if you go back, you, there, yeah, you like, remember little things like? where you're like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, people who, like, a lot of, <laughs> the funniest thing to me is, like, the how annoying a mom can be to a person Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter like Mm -hmm. no matter what like Mm -hmm. oh my mom's calling me right now at the most inopportune time oh but like i'm gonna answer it because like what else are you gonna do or like no matter what you did bad or wrong like where they gonna feel bad for you yeah you know like if you got a dui like your mom's not gonna let you sit in jail no, yeah. No matter what. I mean, when I was when I got arrested back when I was a teenager, I didn't call my dad. <laughs> I called my mom, who put me on speakerphone with my dad, and I was like, "Oh, it was only supposed to be you." Yeah, and so like, there's a mentality to that. Like, there's a reason why people do that, and like, that was the the thing that I was always so enamored by, and so like curious about and my and my grandmother had a lot of that too but like when we were when i was born my granddad retired mm-hmm. and she still worked so like i she was around but like not like he was you spent more so time with him. yeah for me i was really like raised by these two men and my stepmom was there but she also didn't have the same like authority as like my real mom would have because she knew at the end of the day like we weren't her kids so even if she disagreed with my dad a lot of the times, like, he still had the last say in it, where I felt like it might have been different otherwise. Right. And so it made me, like, perceive her in that way as, like, somebody who was there for, like, these things that, like, I'll need as a kid. Mm -hmm. But, like, I knew it wasn't the same because even the way she dealt with us wasn't the same. And I don't think that was her fault, but it just, like, like, that's the, the aspect of it that, uh, that was always like just I was curious about you know what I mean no totally man the pride that people have you know like when when people win awards and they're like mm-hmm. I want to thank my mom cause she <laughs> like that like man this grown ass man is still like I want to thank my mom for changing my diapers and that's how I got this <laughs> you know <laughs> you're just like what but all of those things are uh, I don't know things that like I'll never have, and so it is a reminder. Like every time, like around Mother's Day, every time, like I just have to think about that. So I don't know. That's what like moms mean to me. And I think as you get older, you kind of do appreciate your parents more. One, because you're around the age oh, where you can kind of remember how they were. Like, I remember my dad when he was, like, 35. Like, mm-hmm. I remember him. And I wasn't too young to remember it. So, it's like, now all these things are starting to register. And, like, things that people went through and dealt with. And knowing, like, they were doing that with a kid. And I was the kid. Are all registering now. And I think that's another reason why uh, I'm unpacking a lot of this stuff as no, far as parents go. Totally. Know? I literally, like, had this conversation with my parents uh uh, not too long ago, and I said, you know, nobody knows what they're doing. Like, 
And that's kind of what I've realized as I've gotten older. Like, we, nobody knows. Like, no one knows what anybody is doing. We're yeah. just, everybody's just doing stuff. Yeah. And Because I do remember my parents as well around, like, this age. And, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. And I thought that they were so smart. Like, smart. I mean, I'm not saying that they weren't. But, like, right. you, you know, you just, everyone's figuring it out. They have, like, you. So, but as a kid, like, they have all the answers. Right. Too. Like, they're right. like God. And, so. then, and then also, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm an emotional person. Mm. I'm a hugger. I love mm. to hug. Like, if you don't hug me, like, we're going to have some problems. Like, that. Like, with the emotional support of my of my mom, specifically. Yeah. They, they have this, like, complex. Like, her and all of her sisters, like, they are the least. They, like, don't know how to hug. Like, I had to literally teach them how to hug. Not kidding. Because they'd come, like, and they're super lovable. You know, even, like, saying I love you, I would literally just yell at them. Okay, mom. All right. I love you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Mom. I love you. It's same with my aunt. Like, my Tita Vale. All right. All right, Tita Vale. Okay. I love, I love you. Okay, Angie. I'm like, no, 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 no. I said I love you, and then like their hugs. Like sometimes, like I'd hug them, and they just their hands are like to their sides. But they're they've gotten so much better because because I'm because I was very obnoxious with it. I like hang on to them like a kid, like jump on top of them like this. I'm like, you gonna hug me? Back to like the things that you learn normally, I guess, from like your mom side of things. Yeah. And I think my dad did a really good job trying to be both. That's awesome. But, you know, at the end of the day, you can only do so much. No, of course. And I think I don't think I'm totally, like, emotionally dead because of I don't think so him. at all. Like, I don't think I, he is, and I don't think I am because of that, but... What I will say about Tony that I really admire is that he is willing to go there. Because I feel like before, early on in our friendship, he was very hesitant to talk about any of this. Feelings, fuck that. Like, Tony was not about to talk about any of that. But I feel like as time has gone on, especially with this show, you are willing to unpack a lot of things. And I think it's it shows so much strength and you know so much willingness to grow as a, as a human being and i'm you know i'm proud of you you Thanks, know Dad. but yeah i mean i think it, i think it's super important for us to acknowledge and appreciate what we have and what we don't have you know these these holidays like mothers day or fathers day or anything that reminds us of any sort of trauma or things that we don't have i think are an important time to reflect and just you know trying to heal from within and and grow as a person so i think that that's that's what life is about and there is a child who just hurt herself outside and she's crying right now probably to her mom probably at the end of the day to me mother's day to me it's about appreciating your mom it's about appreciating like life in general it's about appreciating the little things that i think you don't even realize until like you don't have it I'm trying to make it stop being like a sad thing. So I think that's my goal for it is to make it be something that is good for everybody. Like good like it is for everybody else. Um, I don't know how to do that. I'm working on it, you know. But that's really all I had to say about it. Like happy Mother's Day. And um, hopefully I didn't make everybody depressed. (laughs) 
<laughs> you did it. Hug your mom he- today. Happy Mother's Day. Hug your mom. Shout out to all the mothers that I know. Uh, you guys are awesome. And you guys are so strong and so such amazing people to look up to. And I hope you guys enjoy this Mother's Day. Shout out to the moms who put themselves in roles that aren't biological yeah, you know sure. and do take on families that aren't technically like biologically theirs you guys are all superheroes as well and um mothers are awesome mothers are irreplaceable For and sure. i love you guys i love you ma love you ma